welcome to Story Shed. We are the children's storytelling podcast for children of all ages, adults too, uh, fish, farmers, Frenchmen, anybody who wants to listen. You are all more than welcome. Thank you for joining us. This is episode 19 and this is a story called Grandad Beard. So let's open the door to the shed. Episode 19 Grandad Beard Grandad Beard had a very big beard indeed. The biggest beard you are ever likely to see. I mean, you can't exactly have a name like Grandad Beard without good reason. It would be pretty odd, I'd say, to be called Grandad Beard but have no beard whatsoever. So I can safely report that Grandad Beard most definitely had a very big beard indeed. So what, you're probably thinking, so what if this grandad had a very big beard indeed? I've seen beards before, why are you telling me about this particular beard? Well, Grandad Beard's beard was a bit special and I'll tell you why. Grandad Beard's beard was so big that he used it to store things in. That's right, he would keep things in his beard. If he didn't fancy eating a whole sandwich at lunch, he would pop a half in his beard and save it for later. He would keep pencils and pens tucked in there for whenever he needed to make important notes. If ever you needed a bit of sticky tape, Grandad Beard was your man. He would plunge his hand into his beard, rummage around a bit and pull out a roll of tape. Dice missing from your favourite board game? Asked Grandad Beard. Need a squeeze of lemon for your fish and chips? Asked Grandad Beard. Light bulb broken in your downstairs loo? Ask Grandad Beard. He's bound to have whatever you need tucked up in there somewhere. Every morning, Grandad Beard would pluck from his beard one of his favourite tea bags, boil the kettle, brew his tea and head out into the garden. Here, he would take in a deep breath, close his eyes, puff out his chest and enjoy the warmth from the morning sunshine, which reflected brightly off the various items poking out of his beard. One such morning, Grandad Beard stood in his garden, tea in hand, opened his eyes to see something truly horrifying. He opened his eyes to see a sign sticking out of his lawn saying, No Beards! Beneath the writing was a picture of a beard in a red circle with a cross through it. Grandad Beard was so stunned, he actually rubbed his eyes. He was quite flabbergasted. Immediately, Grandad Beard uprooted the sign and put it straight into his wheelie bin. A little while later, Grandad Beard took a stroll into town to buy his newspaper and a sausage roll. Whistling away and enjoying the mid-morning sunshine, he had already put the sign in his garden to the back of his mind. Soon, however, Grandad came upon a small crowd gathered around the railings that surrounded the park. With horror, Grandad Beard saw that attached to the railings was another sign, exactly like the one that had appeared in his garden. No beards. As Grandad approached the crowd, they eyed him suspiciously and muttering under their breath, they soon disappeared. Furious now, Grandad Beard hurried on to the newsagent. Surely his friend Mike would know what was going on. In every doorway, pairs of people eyed Grandad Beard, whispering and shaking their heads. Grandad Beard's heart sank when he reached Mike's shop, because right there in the shop window was another sign. No beards. 
Grandad Beard burst through the door. What the crikey is going on, Mike? No beards, indeed. Uh, I'm sorry, Mike stuttered. I'm sorry, Grandad Beard. I was told I had to put it up or I'll have to pay a fine. Told by who? Grandad Beard was shouting now. Uh, By the new mayor, Mr Slick. Grandad Beard stormed from the newsagents and stomped down the high street towards the town hall, passing sign after sign. No beards, no beards, no beards. What is the meaning of this? Grandad Beard demanded. Mr Slick, the mayor, remained calm, gently placed the tips of his fingers together in front of his chin and said, uh, Sorry, uh, Mr Beard, Grandad Beard. Sorry, Mr Beard, it's our new policy. No beards allowed within the town walls. All men are to be clean-shaven at all times. But but you can't, stuttered Grandad Beard. But I can, replied Mr Slick through the thinnest of thin smiles. And at that moment, two huge men in dark suits and sunglasses appeared. Grandad Beard knew he was defeated, and his anger quickly turned to sadness. Head hung low, he headed back out onto the high street. He hadn't been walking long when he came across a girl who had fallen off her skateboard. Her knee was quite badly bleeding. Without thinking twice, Grandad Beard reached into his beard and pulled out first a medi-wipe to clean the wound and then a plaster. Thank you so much, the girl sang, and Grandad Beard walked on. Before long, he bumped into a man looking panicked, all dressed in black. What's up with you? Grandad Beard asked. See those two football teams over there? The man huffed, pointing to the football pitch beyond the hedge. They're waiting for me to referee their game. Only I've lost my whistle. You can't be a referee without a whistle. Before the man had even finished speaking, Grandad Beard had pulled a whistle from within his whiskers and handed it to the referee, who grinned from ear to ear, hugged Grandad Beard quickly before sprinting back to the pitch. And Grandad Beard walked on. It wasn't long before he came upon a group of people stood around the base of a tree looking up towards the branches. Amid the leaves, Grandad Beard could make out the scared and shaking figure of a pussycat. A very worried-looking woman was desperately trying to coax the cat down. Come on, Smokey, there's a good girl, come down now. Grandad Beard made his way to the front of the crowd and from his beard he pulled a tin of cat food and a tin opener. The cat's eyes lit up as she watched Grandad open the tin. And slowly, trepidatiously at first, but then quick and agile, Smokey the cat climbed down the tree and headed straight for Grandad's cat food. Led by the cat owner, the crowd applauded Grandad Beard, cheering and whooping. And Grandad Beard walked on. He was almost home when he came across a cyclist carrying his bike. Need a hand? Grandad Beard offered. Not unless you got a puncture repair kit. My tyre is flat and all my friends have cycled ahead. Well, it just so happens, Grandad said before plucking out a puncture repair kit from his beard. In less than a jiffy, the tyre was fixed and the cyclist sped off, calling, Thank you, kind sir, as he went. And Grandad Beard walked on. He was feeling good about being able to help out so many people, but this feeling soon burst like a balloon when Grandad Beard arrived home. Here he found the sign from this morning had been taken from his bin and placed back in the garden. No beards. He sighed and trudged over to it. There was only one place for it. But before he could reach it, a hand stretched out and grabbed it. It was the referee from earlier. We won't be needing this any more, he said, before snapping the sign in two across his knee. 
Grandad Beard looked on in astonishment, and then came a cheer from behind him. There stood two entire football teams, clapping and whooping. Come on, said the referee, follow us. So Grandad went with the two football teams and the referee back towards town. Every time they came across a no beard sign, they tore it down and shoved it in the bin. Soon they were joined by a group of cyclists, one of whom had a freshly repaired tyre. They tore signs from walls, from railings, from the ground. They tore them down and filled the bins on their route. Before long, they were joined by a group of people led by a lady grinning and holding a cat in her arms. And then from the back, they were joined by a group of children on skateboards zipping in and out of the crowd. No, no beard sign was left untorn. They reached the high street and Mike came out from his newsagents, tearing down the sign from his window as he came. Eventually, the referee and the football players and the cyclists and the cat owner and the skateboarders and Mike and, of course, Grandad Beard arrived at the town hall. Mayor Slick and his two henchmen came out onto the steps. The referee threw down the broken sign at the mayor's feet. This is Grandad Beard, he said, pointing to Grandad Beard, and he and his beard are more important to this town than you'll ever be. The crowd roared their approval. Mayor Slick's henchmen stepped forward, but he raised his hand to stop them. Mayor Slick didn't say a word. He simply turned and went back inside where he collected up his things and left through the back door. He was never seen again in that town. Later that evening, Grandad Beard plucked a tea bag from his beard and sat down to enjoy a nice cup of tea. There we go, that was episode 19, Grandad Beard... Hello, little helpers, Ida and Belle. Hiya! Hi. So, did you enjoy that? Yes. Okay, so first question. Tell me about Grandad Beard. What is he like? He has tools in his beard and plastic and mics. Yes, he does. He keeps things in his beard, doesn't he? Can you remember anything else he keeps in his beard? Um, pens, tea bags, whistles, plasters. A puncher repair kit. Super. Uh, what did he see in his garden one day? What did he wake up to see? Um, what was the sign? No beard. A sign that said no beard, didn't it? And then, Belle, what happened next? Um, He took the sign in his garden bin. Mm-hmm. And then he went into town and what did he see? More got no beards. More signs, no birds. Where can you remember where else he saw those signs? Uh, he saw in town, in Mike's shop. Yes. And who was Mike? Why was he upset about that? Because Mike's his friend. Super. Who put the signs up? The Mayor. 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 Smiggle. <laughs> Mayor Slick. Oh. Uh. Okay. Good. Uh, what's Mayor Slick like? Mean! Okay, Edie says he's mean. Why do you think he's mean? How do we know he's mean? Uh, because he's he, a man! He said there's no beards allowed, and Grandad's, Grandad's beard is special to him, and he keeps everything in his beard. Super. So, Grandad Beard goes to see the mayor, but then he realises he can't he beat can't. him, so he walks on his way home. And on his way home, what happens on his way home? 
He saw, he sees no beetle. That was on the way to town, but then on the way back, what happened? He, he saw a girl, little, who, fell little off girl. Her, who fell off her skateboard. Good, and how did he help her? He put a plaster and wiped it. Super. Who else did he help on the way home? A referee who was meant to be refereeing, but he lost his whistle. So Grandad pulled out a whistle from his beard and gave it to him. Good. Anyone else? Anyone else he helped her? Two, um, two a cyclist. A cyclist. What was wrong with what, what was the problem with the cyclist? Um, he had the flat tire. Super. And there was one more person he helped. Some some crowd of people gathered around a tree. Oh, oh, I can't <laughs> go down the tree. Okay, Super. So then, Granddad gets home. What does he see at home again on his lawn? Another sign. Another sign saying no bids. But then what happens? He um I, he was going to put it in his bin again, but then well, as he as he reached it, a hand grabbed out and took it, and it was the referee he helped. And then they walked into town and, and they snapped all the signs that said no bids, and lots and lots of cute people kept joining the crowd. Super. Why do you think they helped Grandad Beard? Why did they help him, all those people? Because because he was sad. He was sad, good. Because he helped them. Because he helped them. Okay, so do if we think there's a message behind this story, is there a message to take away? Uh, if people have things you don't like, it doesn't mean you've got to take them away. Okay, good. I like it. And what about all those people that help Grandad Beard? Is there, is there a positive message? Help mes- everyone! Okay. <laughs> Good. So, thank you very much, girls. That was super. Thank you to our little helpers, Lee, not Leo, he's gone, hasn't he? Belle and Ida. Say bye-bye. Bye-bye. There we go. Thanks very much to our little helpers. That was episode 19, Grandad Beard. We will be back again shortly with episode 20. In the meantime, if you are a fan of the podcast, and I know there's lots of you out there now, so please, can you like, can you share, can you write us a review, can you do all of those things that help to spread the word and get our podcast out there? Thanks for listening. See you next time on Story Shed. (laughs) Bye-bye.